Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. We're all dealing with significant change right now and in, in just in normal life, right outside of the pandemic and everything that's going on right now. And as we think about change, I think a lot of us right now are realizing how good we really are at being resilient and being open to change, how good our families, how good our companies and our teams around us are. And so that's the topic that we're going to talk about today is how you lead through significant change. And so I've got Alicia Webb, um, the dear friend of mine and the president of Village Bank with me. And this is something that Alicia and I could probably talk about all day long, not that everybody wants to listen all day long, but but this is something that we're both super passionate about and, and helping to get better ourselves and helping our teams get better. And so that's the topic we're going to talk about today. So Alicia, thank you for being here. Absolutely, Jamie. Thank you for having me back. So what I'd love is for you to just start with just a little bit of your journey for people who don't know who you are and kind of what you do or where you've been. Just, just kind of share with us the, the journey that you've been on to this level of success. Thank you. It's, it's funny when you say that because um, I, I'm a villager. I'm a banker. I'm a community um, member. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. I am a wife, a friend. And um, I think we, how do you define success, right? And success for some people is titles, but for me, it's more about relationships and the people that I can call friends, the people that we can call villagers, my team, and um, we have and that are coming to us in this very, very difficult time, this pandemic that, quite frankly, no president, no leader, no mom, no friend has ever been through before. Um, my journey started at Village Bank as a teller. Um, I think uh, Elaine, who is still a villager, will tell you I'm probably the worst teller she ever had to train in because I cared more about um, making sure someone got a car loan or making sure someone understood our rates on our money markets or our savings accounts versus, you know, was my drawer seven cents off? This was back in the day when we were we were counting these pennies, counting these pennies. And so um, I really always cared about the relationship and the experience that people had when they stepped foot into our village. And today, um, that's what I still care about, especially during this time whether you're talking to a villager on the phone, whether you're applying for a PPP loan, whether it's an email, whether it's a Zoom call, but what is that experience? And are you feeling like you're talking to someone that not only is knowledgeable, but um, are clients talking to a villager that they can trust? And that is taking the time to listen to them and listen to their story because it's important to them, it's important to our community, and it's important to all of the people that they employ today. It's so true. And it really goes into the topic that we're talking about today, too, because this is just all intertwined. Before we jump into that, you're on the Superpower Success Podcast. And so we always want to ask what a superpower is. And, and maybe you've even seen more of it during this time that you really lean on, right, to help you kind of grow in your own success. Mm -hmm. um, so it's interesting. I was thinking about that. And I always, you know, I always say that one of my superpowers is, um, my optimism and the fact that I out no matter what a situation is I always look at how can we flip it how can we turn it inside out where where is there an opportunity and one of my girlfriends that I spoke to last week 
had mentioned to me, um, she said, you know, Winston Churchill said, you never waste a good crisis, Alicia. And I said, oh my gosh, that is so true, isn't it? Um, and that's really how we're looking at it at Village Bank right now, that how do we make sure that our clients are prepared? Not, not just for the, oh my gosh, the sky is falling, but oh my gosh, how are we gonna really evolve our business today? How are we gonna look at things differently? And how are we gonna educate? How are we gonna say we could do this differently? Um, we can take opportunities right now. We can use technology. We can, there's so many opportunities out there. And so I think never wasting a good crisis, right? Being able to look outside the box. Um, being able to understand your box, but look around the corners of it too for opportunity is probably the biggest superpower um, that I have right now. Um, I think it's gotten us pretty far in the last two years at Village Bank. You know, you may get a little vulnerable here for a minute, which you already know, but um, when you say never waste a good crisis, what I immediately flashed back to is, you know, my personal life you know, six, seven years ago and being in, some people know, some people don't, I'll share, right? Going through a divorce and being in a crisis. Mm -hmm. I grew so much during that time. And, you know, people would think, why would I ever want to be in a crisis? And why would you want to say, use a good crisis? To, but anything you've done in life, in business, personal, anything, it's probably been small or sometimes large, right? More dramatic. It's a crisis of sorts when you have to dig deep and figure it out and you always do and that's what you and i were talking about before we got you know on and we started recording is is this is just a time of digging deep and knowing you're going to get through this we're all going to get through this we have before the human race has succeeded through a lot of things and we're going to get through it and it's how you know who are you surrounding yourself what things are you listening to to help you get through it right because the hard time is right now you're, you're neck deep right in the crap and you've got to figure out the plan forward and i think that optimism is is why you're in my life and in my circle because you need those people around you that have those different superpowers and can mm -hmm. get your perspective in a simple conversation right mm -hmm. to help you get through it and i think that really pertains to our topic today right when you think about leading through significant change First off, I wanted to define leadership because I know you and I both have the same idea of what leadership is. It's not a title, it's not a box on the org chart. It's a philosophy, right? It's how you, what you believe and anybody in our organizations, anyone in our communities can be a leader because it's how they think, right? And it's how they support other people. And so as you look at your life, both, both professionally, personally, community driven, um, how are you helping your leaders, right? People around you kind of manage through this. What are, what are some of your approaches to help people manage this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a really good question. Um, you know, it's interesting because you, when you talk about your life, you know, obviously everyone right away thinks, oh, president of a bank, gosh, that's gotta be tough right now. Um, but the roles that I think, especially as mothers, and as women who are uh, Generation X right now are playing, being a mom right now is just as difficult as being president of a bank, right? Kids are, kids are home. They're going through, I don't get to see my, my friends. Um, my preschoolers are going through, I, my teachers are not getting a hug from my teacher. You know, my daughter cried about that before I put her down the other night. And it never dawned on me how important Miss Emily was to her. Um, we've got our son that's home from Madison right now, 
and he's at Madison Business School, one of arguably the best business schools in the entire world, and he's not having that classroom interaction with students from around the world with fresh perspectives, new ideas, new concepts, things he's never even thought about, experiences he's never had. And there's just this such an interesting dynamic going on right now that, um, you know, my husband, who's a business owner as well, you know, what he's dealing with with his team, my parents keeping them healthy and safe right now. Um, and then, of course, all of our villagers and how and their experiences that they're having above and beyond with their children and their parents and their and learning new processes. Um, I think right now leadership is just sitting back and listening. Um, it was so interesting. I went on a walk the other day with someone you've had on the podcast, um, Amanda Brinkman, and we live next to each other. And so we walk and one of us walked down the street and one was on the sidewalk and we stayed away from each other. But even just listening to, you know, my friends that travel all the time and now they're home, right? And their experiences and then getting into the different ages with our, with our children. I think just sitting back and listening right now is so important, Jamie, because we don't know what is going on with other people. We don't, we, we know maybe what their goals are or what they're, what they're supposed to be accomplishing in their professional life, their personal life. We know how many kids they have, we know if they're married or not. We don't know what's going on at home right now. Um, and being able to listen and give some grace right now when someone has a bad day, I think is really important. Um, being able to, yeah, just let people process and talk right now is really important. And normally, you know, I'm an optimist, I'm an extrovert, I love to chat up anyone. But right now, I think a lot of us as leaders, whatever your role is, is to sit back and listen right now what people really need, because I think it's different than what we, um, what people needed maybe 60 days ago. Correct. And, you know, what I think about is we have a concept and this is actually going in my book because I feel so strong about it is sometimes we just need to sit in the suck with people, right? That's a, a term that I use and I use it with my kids. It's, you know, that really sucks right now. Like I'm just going to sit here with you and put my arm around you and maybe we'll talk about right when you're ready about how we get through it. But sometimes you just need to let them, let them process it. Right. And, and I'm a fixer. So my normal is like, let me fix it for you. And that just doesn't work all the time. And I think that's the important piece right now. And that's truly the definition of empathy. You know, empathy is not, I'm going to feel sorry for you. Empathy is I'm going to sit next to you in this and tell you it does suck. And we're going to get through it and let's figure it out together. And that's truly empathy. And I think that's an important thing you're seeing in a lot of leaders, which is exactly what you're describing. You know, the example you gave me before we started recording is, you know, a 15 minute or a call with a business leader, a business owner, 15 minutes is about business and 45 is about just mental, like what they're dealing with and how that's sitting in the suck with them, right? Mm -hmm. Having that empathy and sitting beside them and just saying, let's talk about it, whatever you want to talk about. So I think that's so important. What are you, um, what are some examples, some silver linings that you're seeing in your leaders, meaning just your team, your villagers during this time? Like, how are you seeing their leadership kind of show up in different ways? Absolutely. You know, it is so fun to watch right now. And this is at the village, 
This is at um, in our community with lots of different business leaders. I mean, heck, this is with moms, right? This is across the board. There's all of a sudden a why. Everyone has the same why. You know, like, like a lot of times I'll be like, oh, we gotta look at this financial you know, decision differently, or we need to pivot and focus on this margin. And right now, and, and I'll have leaders ask, well, why? This is the way we've always done it. There's no more explaining the why. Everyone knows the why now, and everyone's why is the same. And it has been such a blessing. I mean, literally, I, I mean, there's not another word for it, a blessing to sit back and watch everyone step up, everyone move in the right direction, everyone raise their hand and say, let me do that. Let me take that. That's me. Um, yes, we're tired. Yes, we're, we're, we're overworked. Yes, we're working weekend after work, weekend after weekend. But I think our number was 329 when the first round of PPP loans ran out. What does that mean? That means that we helped. We helped save 329 local businesses. 329 local businesses. I don't know how many families that is. I don't know how many benefit packages that is. I don't know how many employees, how many kids, how many moms, how many dads, how many mortgages. I don't know. I, I can't even guess what that number is. But I do know it's 329 small businesses, local businesses, people that go to school here, people that shop here, people that are your neighbors. And I will tell you that I, I have, I, I get emotional at times at work and I'm, I'm okay with that now. I never was okay with it before because I can't cry. But I will tell you that um, some of the emails that we got from um, business owners that I know and I've met, I've had a chance to meet and they would email and say, they, um, you know, check their email at one in the morning and they saw that they received a loan number for a PPP loan from the SBA um, and our banker had forwarded it on because they were working late at night and that they woke up their wife and laid in bed and cried at night because we saved their, their family. And sharing that message, reading it and then sharing it with our village, I mean, that's why we're community bankers right? Like that is exactly why we are community bankers. Um, that's why I'm a president of a bank. I mean, there's no other reason, right? There is exactly why we are. That's why we've got 70 villagers that are working day and night and every single weekend right now because of messages like that. It's so important. Um, and then because I always find the uh, the good and everything, you know, I'm telling my bankers, you guys are making community bankers cool again. And that has not been there for a long time. So let's keep making community banking cool and really be prepared for the second round of PPP loans that's about to come out. And what you're, what I'm really hearing you say is, you know, you had a strong purpose before this, but the, that purpose has solidified to like, diamond. I mean, it's unbreakable, right? When you have this experience. And I think that's what a lot of people are realizing right now as leaders is we're just, it might still feel like we're like, oh, drowning and everything that's happening. But every single day, we're getting a little bit stronger in our leadership, right? I, I think this, this, this situation we're in is where leaders are going to be born. 
I mean, true leadership, not titles. And like, this is where those people are going to emerge to the top of like, these are the people that had, I, I can think about it as being the ripple effect of what you guys are doing and that ripple effect. Some of it you'll never even know, but you know, it's there, right? You won't know the specifics of it. And I think we all have that opportunity during this time. And that's in our families, in our communities, in our organizations to be that leader, right? That can create a ripple effect that has a positive impact on other people instead of withdrawing and going into our own, you know, that place of fear. I, I think it's really hard. I mean, it is hard. And how are you kind of coaching or, or let's say there's a leader listening right now that feels like, you know what, I'm that person. I've gone into a state of fear, right. And scarcity instead of that, that outward kind of purpose and, and being a ripple effect for other people, what guidance would you give them? You know, and it's, and let's be honest, I, I know that I've had moments that I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? Oh my gosh, I'm so tired, right? And how am I going to do the ABCs over here, do the college Zoom, and then like, you know, go get up the next day. Um, what I will say is this, I always think back to where am I happiest? Like, where is my hat, my safe, happy place? And yesterday I went and sat on my deck in the sun for about 15 minutes and I didn't bring my phone. I had a cup of super hot coffee. I think it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I was still drinking super hot coffee, right? And um, I just sat in the sun for like 15 minutes. It's the first time I allowed myself to do that, but I needed a break to think and process um, and think about some stuff, decisions we had to make. and. Um, I know that's my happy place. I also know about myself, no matter how tired I am, I need to work out every morning. And so no matter what that workout looks like, whether, you know, I can't be at a gym with, you know, my workout posse that I have, my group of friends that holds me accountable. Right now it's in my garage. You know, sometimes it's a walk, sometimes it's a run, it's whatever I can do. But I do know that that's what gets me through. And that's what fills my head up with energy and thoughts. And I feel super, strong afterwards um, and I think so for everyone it's finding what mate what motivates you whether it's a great book whether it's a bubble bath whether it's time in the sun whether it is working out every morning night whatever that is for you find that time and make that time because I'm a very um, scheduled person like I like a schedule I like habits I like to know what I'm doing every day um, and I think probably most Parents, moms are like that because we're so busy. I'm like, I don't want a surprise. Don't ever give me a surprise. And what, get back to that thing in your life that you start every day with, or you end every day with, or you, you know, celebrate every Sunday, whatever it is, get back to that because that will give you some piece of normalcy and some piece of, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in my routine. I've got a routine still, and it might not be getting in my car and getting the Starbucks, but it's going to my kitchen and getting that super strong coffee instead. Um, I just think it's so important that you take moments for yourself, even if it's locking the door. One of the best pieces of advice that a very good girlfriend of mine that has four children and a very big job told me is, if they're screaming, they're breathing, it's okay. And I will say that we want everyone's children to be safe, but even mom needs to take a break sometimes because it's just too much. 
Yeah. And I, it's, you know, the, the overused term is, is self-care. And I think women, we're not good at it, but we talk about it more than men. But I think it's important for everyone. It, right now is the time to double down on it. And self-care can be 15 minutes in the sun. It can be a walk. It can be going and hitting balls at the driving range. Like it's time for you, for just you to recharge and whatever that looks like. And now is not the time to pull back on any of that. Now is the time to double down, um, mm -hmm. if anything, on that. And, and as you're talking, I'm thinking about, you know, the basic human needs, right? So science has proven that as, as human beings, we have basic human needs. And right now, a lot of those needs are not being met because there's so much uncertainty outside of our walls that we cannot control, right? We're at home, we're isolated, we're not getting that connection and love that we normally get through business or with family or our community. Um, so there's so many of those needs that aren't being met that we have to figure out how to meet them in a different way, right? So I know a ton of people that are doing the workouts via Zoom, via Facebook Live, just so that they can see each other and have that little bit of connection. Do we want it to be like that forever? We absolutely don't, right? But right now, that's feeding a little bit of a human need that we have, right? Mm -hmm. And figuring those things out. And so, you know, not being afraid to, to change and to kind of adjust what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And one other thing I wanted to ask you, because you gave a fantastic analogy before we started recording on pivoting and really mm -hmm. mentally thinking about what that means. And I want you to share that because I think it's so important for us as leaders in all parts of our lives to really be thinking about that right now because we are in the middle of a pivot and it will continue for a period of time. And, and so can you share that analogy with us? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Jane, you know, I'm in a WPO group, which is women's president's organization. And it's, it's fantastic because it's women who are leaders in lots of different areas in life and in industries. And, you know, they're all going through change, but they're going through change differently. And one of them, um, I won't share a name, but one of them mentioned um, the other week, she was talking a lot about the word pivot. And she taught, she started describing it as evolving rather than pivoting, which I really liked because quite frankly, we're not just going to pivot, but we're actually going to evolve and this is going to evolve and this is going to make us stronger wives, stronger friends, stronger mothers, stronger leaders, stronger teammates. We're going to know more about each other because we're all vulnerable right now, whether we like it or not. We are all vulnerable. But when she talked about this evolving or this pivoting, she said, yeah, I want you guys to envision what this looks like. I want you to really think about it. Like, think about it as an athlete. When an athlete has to turn and pivot their body, they actually have to make sure that first the ground is super strong, that it's a foundation. It's concrete. It's hard. It's strong. It's not cracked up. It's not brittle. It's, um, it's solid and you can put your entire foot on it and you can like bend your knee and like get down into a lunge position. And then you can lift off of it and turn and you can go up on your toe and you have to have strong foundation, solid ground. Then you have to have a strong but you have to be wearing a very sturdy shoe. Your leg has to be strong, your knee all the way up in order to pivot the weight of your entire body and then sprint or turn or whatever you're going to do next. And she said, think about that. But unless you are strong, unless you have a strong leg, you have a strong ground, the foundation has to be there or you can't pivot. You're going to turn and fall over. You're going to get stuck in the crack, the hole, the whatever it is. 
you've got to make sure that you are strong and that foundation is there. And I think that that's so interesting because there's two components of that, Jamie. This is the part we didn't talk about where there's the component of that ground or that foundation, right? It can't be sand, can't be a whole bunch of balls that you jump into. It has to be super, super sturdy, whether it's grass and dirt, whether it's concrete, asphalt, whatever. Strong. So think of that as your team. Think of that as your company, right? Like that's got to be strong. But then there's you and you've got to be able to make that pivot too. So how are you going to make sure that you're strong, right? How are you going to make sure that you're strong right now for your team, no matter what your title is, right? Because our frontline workers today, our tellers, our bankers, our ops, our, you know, SBA department, those are the, those are the people that have the big, big jobs right now. Those are the people that are pivoting. So don't just think it's a president or, you know, a, a leader that's at the top of the org chart. Um, it's anyone that's in a position right now. How do you make sure that that foundation is so strong and steady and you're strong and steady to be able to pivot with it? It's, um, well, that's how we're all going to evolve into really strong teams. It's the true definition of leadership and, and having that strength to be able to pivot no matter who you are in the organization. I love that message. I think that is a perfect spot to conclude this conversation. It, this has been filled me with so much energy. How can people learn more about you, Alicia, Village, just the great things that you are doing? What's the best way for them to find out more info if they want to? Well, absolutely. They can go on our um, website, villagebankonline.com. Feel free to email me anytime at aweb at villagebankonline.com. I'm on LinkedIn. We're all over Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, it's pretty easy to find us, honestly, because we've got such a great team that has really invested in spreading the message of what it means to be a villager and, quite frankly, what it means to be a community bank today. Um, our bankers, our team, and I, I, w I actually would say community banks, especially in the Midwest and Minnesota, I'm so proud to be part of that, that, that group right now, that gang, that is very cool because um, community banks are really stepping up all over and um, supporting each other. And so villagebankonline.com and I'd love to hear from people. Thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your wisdom. I appreciate it so much. And, and to our listeners, you know, this, this podcast, we're, we're over eight, two years old now, which is just crazy. We hit our 100th episode a month or so ago, but we just continue to bring different topics. There's no running out of topics, and I just love that, and the response that we get, what we hear from these topics, and how it's just causing you to think differently, causing you to maybe shift your paradigm enough to get unstuck and keep moving. It's the whole purpose of the podcast. And it's not just during times like what we're dealing with right now. It's, it's just during life and normal course of life with change. And, and it's, it's not going to stop after this. And so how can we get ourselves as strong as we possibly can? And that's the whole purpose of the podcast. So I'm just so grateful for people continuing to engage, for the leaders that are well, willing to come on here and be vulnerable and open about what they're dealing with and how they're managing through it. And, and that's, that's why we're here. So I hope this continues to be valuable for all of you. And please, 
um, stay healthy and safe. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up. 